Welcome to the Business and Barter Show. Hello, my name is Mike, and there is Mike Muzzin right there. Hey, gang, how's it going? Well, Mike, uh, by the way, the audio sounds really good, and I'm going to tell you why. Oh, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. We, we will tell each other why, and, right. our, and the listeners, but how excited are we that you just moved further back? We, no. are, we are in person. <laughs> you don't have to social distance anymore. We're, we're far enough apart. We're okay. Yeah, yeah. We are back in studio. Yeah, and it's the nicest feeling ever. Uh, we decided that uh, if we could social distance with very few people in the uh, in the studio, uh, so we made the arrangement so that we could be far enough apart to do this, but still be nearby. Hi, Mike. Hey, man. Great to see you. Oh my goodness, to see another human being. Yeah, I mean, not, outside of my family, they're and, fine, and not on a screen. Nothing. There's anything wrong with that. Oh, I'm zoomed out. I'm zoomed out. <laughs> I am zoomed out, man. I don't want to. No offense to anybody, but people put pants on. Really? You know, like. I feel bad for everybody with no haircuts on Shave. Zoom. I know, yeah. In the last two weeks, have you noticed more people stopping the camera and just you see their name up there as they their hair gets longer and they haven't been to the whatever it's hilarious. beautician that they go to or whatever? It, more and more cameras just are going black in the Zoom meetings. I, I actually called my hair my hair artist. Oh, you have a hair artist? I do. Her name is Nina. Oh, she is she just everybody misses Nina. Well, I asked her, I said, I said, can we go in in like the middle of the night <laughs> when no one's around? We'll both wear masks and you can give me a haircut. What do you think? They're going to have, they're being heavily legislated, those poor people. I, I, you know, I don't know how legislated they're being, but what I would say is she said, you're the 100th person who has asked me oh, yeah. uh, for such a request. Can I ask you something though? Your hair looks good. How's that being managed? Uh, myself. I mean, I've given like little trims. Let me see. Now, but turn around. Yeah, like it looks. Like, your looks, hair looks, looks reasonable. Right. Yeah, your hair. You know what it is? It's the, it's this. It's just not not myself. Like you know what I mean. Uh, so you I don't you feel mean. like yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's a little longer than it used to be, and so on and so on. This is a good length on you. I'm not gonna lie. It looks really good. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, why? I'm sorry. Why do you have to ruin everything? So we sorry. can't have anything nice, you and I. I, you know what? Can't have nice. We things. had we had a nice podcast. I know. And anyway, moving on. Doesn't matter. Your hair looks great. Thank you. Although, as soon as you can get to the electrolysis, the rest of the hair creeping oh, up the wow. back uh, behind wow. your shirt there that needs dealt with as that soon as you get back. Rude. Um, lots to get to on today's program. Of course, we are giddy because we're in each other's presence, uh, and I guess that's one thing we can talk about. It looks like. Uh, certainly in the U.S., um, non-essential service and many many states just getting back to work. Yeah, you can see there's definitely a, a reopening of the economy in a, in a sort of soft stage-by-stage basis. Unless you're more. Vegas. Yeah. They opened the casinos. <laughs> that was shocking. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't know what to that's say. That's Vegas. I mean. Wow. I've been to Vegas over 30 times and nothing surprises me about that city. Just Nothing. blew my mind. No, no, casinos open today, I think, or is it next you know, I, week? I don't know the actual start date, but it is pretty uh, wow aggressive. Uh, aggressive in terms, of, <laughs> in terms of how they're <laughs> in of how they're approaching things. But uh, yeah, you know, I that's okay. The president has you injecting Lysol oh, yesterday. Yesterday, oh There's man, some, some, some interesting things coming out of our friends to the south. But, yeah, uh, and they're suffering in a big way in New York and a few spots there. That's for sure. But it looks like they are headed back, uh, according to some plan, which we don't really have here in Canada, I don't think, do we? Yeah, yeah no, we don't. And I think the border will stay closed because you really can't open the border unless both countries agree, which is, I think is a yeah, fair yeah. statement. But um, but having said that, I think um, 
you know, we're a little bit behind in terms of our aggressiveness in terms of reopening the country. I think everybody agrees with that. Yeah. But if I had to give a, a supposed target date, I'm going to guess around uh, June 15th. What? Yeah. Dude, that's a month and a half away. I know. But I'm feeling like last week I was like, look, I'm feeling like there's a little glimmer. Right? Remember I said there was like a little glimmer. You can feel it now a little bit. It's a month now, and a half away. Yeah, but now I'm feeling even more than that. Like it's because it's controlled. Like there's a there's a criteria. There's Hold on a, a second. Hang on, hang on. Wait. A month and a half away, Mike. Yeah. That's I'm, way too long. The country will be devastated by then. But that's part of the reason why I think it's even being considered. Yeah. I think in a perfect world, you're saying June 1st, but I think it'll be June 15th just because we're you know, fairly conservative in nature when we talk about these kinds of things. Do you think that we'll go back in phases starting almost immediately or in the next couple of weeks back to uh, wide openness in June? Is that what you mean? No, I think when the comp, I think from a, and I, I guess I can't say it for all provinces, but let's assume they're all on the same page. Yeah. I think it'll be the, the sort of a start of reopening things. You're looking at mid June. I think people start laying groundwork in the next couple of weeks. Wow. That's way longer than I think. I'm hopeful that it's earlier, yeah. but I'm thinking June 15th is where we're going to end up. So how does it work? Uh, Trudeau comes out of the cottage there, Rideau Cottage, uh, after uh, eight weeks, and if he doesn't see a shadow, we go back in for another two? Or how does this work? What's the system? Without making it a political podcast. Oh, I, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> but I... but. <laughs> it's, it's a, No, but it is I'm a great not, question. I'm not, I'm not political. I have no political affiliation. I'm just... I'm amazed that uh, our the leader of our country has been inside a cottage for s- six weeks, seven weeks or something now. It must be a fantastic cottage. Yeah. Here, here's what I would say. I think that once the number of cases really starts to stabilize and we see an actual progression of, of a decreased daily total, yeah. I, I think that's when people will start getting the wheels turning and having actual discussions mm-hmm. about reopening. Um, again, because, because Canada, you know, like historically is very conservative when it comes to this kind of approach or not that we've dealt with a a pandemic like this before, but a war or whatever the case is, any sort of major emergency. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and you know, when you, uh, are calling in now, they've called in the military for to deal with and be stationed at, um, at, at, at long care, uh, living homes and, or retirement homes or nursing homes. I, and I guess that's just for keeping things organized. Who have they put there? Military. Yeah. Well, if you've been to one of these retirement homes, they can get crazy there. Yeah, they're getting out of control. Honestly. You know? but, uh, so I, I just think that, you know. Actually, June... you know what? I would tell you something. The retirement communities probably really love it. Uh, that probably gives them a sense of security and oh, yeah. well-being. Oh, yeah. And they love so. our, our, our military. Is It's a generation that still has an appreciation. I would wonder... As terrifying as that is for many of these people, if that is sort of a a glimmer of light in their day uh, to have the military nearby, although it is a little daunting. Yeah, and I think they would, I think by and large, they would feel more secure knowing that they're in a very secure environment because not that you or I are at the stage of of what that would feel like as yet, but I would think you'd feel pretty vulnerable in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I think having that extra support there will be helpful to them. Having said that, I, I think the June first would be like best case scenario. June fifteenth would be. What's the date? You today? think you think earlier? Yeah, man, it's April twenty fourth. I'm not waiting until June fifteenth to see this planet come back to order. Come on now. Well, and and maybe like, look, I I think that people are definitely restless. There's rumblings. 
I'm feeling it. I see an uptick in client activity, engagement, and transactions all occurring in, since the last show. Even before. Really? Like, yeah, I'm seeing it. People are getting restless. Maybe because uh, they got to pay the bills. But I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. I'm definitely seeing, you know, people and their businesses wanting to spring back to life. I see that too, yeah. Well, you know, and, and of course, I'm I'm amplifying my opinion on this by a lot just for the sake of uh, discussion. But I do think that that is one of the major concerns. And if this show talks about the economy quite a bit in business. Um, small retail is suffering in, like immeasurably. And with every day that goes by, the, the another group of businesses just fall apart that will never come back together. Um, and so that is my concern. And what I also think I like is I'm seeing in different parts of the world where they're like, okay, we have to take a look at our most vulnerable people to this virus and focus there. Well, and look at it this way. They're saying, just from the small business standpoint, they're saying like, you know, 76% of small businesses will not survive to June 1st. Yeah, it's not looking good for me. I'm not going to lie to you, Mike. Uh, you have been a very, very busy business. And thankfully to tech, thankfully uh, yeah, yeah. due to technology, technological yes. advances, we can actually... We were doing Zoom, and you, all the other shows have been going through Zoom, and 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 how many Here people have point. have loved that that and to not want to necessarily come to the, I like coming to the studio, yeah, but how many people not necessarily want to come to the studio that want to do the show ongoing well, via Zoom? You raise a good point. Uh, technology, in my case, has led to uh, discovery of a, a, almost a, a whole new business um, that people are, are taking advantage of, which is great, and I've been I've been delighted uh, by it. But of course. Many of my friends in business are terrified right now. Um, you know, uh, the one thing I do notice is the people that are still employed and being asked to work from home without fear of losing their job are delighted to stay home as long as possible. That's a real different attitude from the people who are like, oh, I got to get back to my donut shop as soon as we possibly can get. And I've got ideas on how I need to, while respecting that there is a, a pandemic, there is almost two groups of people that I see out there. Some that want this resolved quickly and some that are happy to be at home doing my job. And, and it's, it's a conundrum in my life because I'm like, what are you talking about? You want to stay home? Just tell your boss that. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's great. Tell your boss that you want to stay home. I'm yeah. sure they'd oblige. But, you know, I, I, think, I think it's exciting for, in some ways, many, many occupations that if there was, and I think we were moving towards this anyway, this, the COVID crisis or the pandemic has just accelerated this discussion yeah. about how many days could I work from home? How many days could I work from the office? What does a flexible work schedule look like? Like if those, in, again, certain occupations, you could probably make a great case for and make it very successfully, uh, make it successful in terms of how you would set it up. But of course, there are some that you need to be in front of people. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, being in front of each other will just change, I think. And we're going to get good at that pretty quick. Um, you know, I think that in the retail scenario, we're going to have, you know, we're just going to have, we're going to give each other a little more space in line. We're going to be a little cleaner. We're going to stay home when we're sick. We're going to do things that we just thought we could get away with being sloppy. And even a little bit of OCD goes a long way, I, I believe, in, in the new reality, if that's what you want to call it. Um, but I, I think if we wait to June 15th and we start to get back at June 15th, we're off by 15 to 20 days. Hey, uh, hey, I hope I'm wrong. I hope so, too. I, I hope we move it up. But I, now I, hope, now you know. I, I see your side of it, too. The, the way that we move as a country 
is not we don't jump at things we are conservative and thought through and it gets voted on and of the way, course, our, yeah. the way our society works whether yeah. it's the school system or otherwise we always play down to the lowest common denominator okay so everybody goes back to work what happens with the kids oh i think their school year is done yeah so now how do parents go back to work i they'll have to organize and arrange uh for after school, or sorry, what would be after school? Okay, for, so to full day. So every day every kid has to care. get into one of these programs potentially, and so how do we do that and open up those the doors to these places that 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 would take them? If it was community me, centers, and, and, yeah. I, and I have school age children, um, knowing now what how I we could work this in terms of flexible work schedules, which I think my wife and I could pull off. Don't get me wrong, but I think. What we would do is you'd have some kind of three household or two household or even four household arrangement where one week you're watching, one week you're watching, one week you're watching, and one week you're watching. Oh, that's a good idea. What a party for the kids, too. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be? Oh, next week is Muzzins. Yeah. But <laughs> but here's what I would say. I think you will see maybe the early start of camps. You would hope, but those are situations that are the most critically in need of uh, new processes and procedures, probably. Yeah, I mean, between masks and gloves and all that stuff, for sure. I mean, uh, just a bit of feedback. I, I couldn't keep the shoes on my kids. How are we going to keep a mask know, on right? them? Could you imagine a camp of like 300 kids and they all have masks on. No, be no. Fairly hilarious. I wonder if summer like, camps will come back this year. I think, I think they will. I think they will. I think that camps will dial up just the cleanliness aspect of how they do things. Um, I've seen kids at camp. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> fluids flying everywhere. Um, yeah. You know, I think I think certain segments will be able to, you know, move up their timelines and someone will have to figure it out. Yeah. But, yeah. So well, I, I think it can be done. It'll just be segment to segment. I love this speculation that we're doing because we're not in the same, we're not on the same page necessarily, but we are. Like we, I, I, I we're, don't want to. I mean, like we're off by a few weeks. Yeah. But yeah. but I I still see things the same way you do, and I think it's somewhere between us is probably the right sweet spot. So if you're if you're placing bets, and I know it's well, tough with sports right now, fans. So if oh you man. wanted to, you could yeah. bet on who's the, right here. Yeah, the sports discussion is a whole other okay. Ball let's, of wax. Why don't we do this? We'll, we'll pick a date, and people can bet. So your your date is June fifteenth. Oh, wait, wait. If we're making bets on this thing, I'm going to move mine up. Why? You just said June fifteenth because I'm playing to like. What what I think the government will do? Okay, but you got to go with that. Okay, then I'm going to move it. Up. I'm gonna, well, that that's the worst case scenario. So to me, the best case scenario is June first. So let's go with June first. No. Okay, but I was going to pick June first. Okay, then I'll go June second. You can't do that. What is this? Price is right? No, <laughs> but, no, no. Meaning like June first okay, or before? Okay. June second or after? Okay, that's why I mean. don't we do it that way? June first before or after? I'll say before, just on the on the, and you'll say after. Yes. Okay. So and you can bet with iTex dollars. Okay, let's do this. There you go. <laughs> I've been to many of poker night. Uh, you know what we should with iTech dollars. You know what we should. That's a great idea. I know. You know what we should do is uh, we should do a fifty-fifty draw on iTech. Oh, I love that. On this, we we've done. Uh, yeah, we were doing when we were doing uh, no limit hold'em tournaments and stuff. We were doing like five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen. What well, our biggest one we did twenty-five thousand dollar buy-in, and it was uh, it was like eight of us. It was sick. It was awesome. So somebody came away with like two hundred thousand uh, dollars. No, it wasn't winner take all. It was like one hundred and fifty. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. <gasps> Did you win? Uh, it wasn't me. No. 
Oh my god, that's serious money, man. Yeah, I think I finished. This is the, that big one. We did it in New Orleans, and that was so many years ago now. But I mean, I think I finished second or third. I want to say I finished third, and I think I got. Wow. Yeah, I think I got um, something like eighteen or twenty or something. No, that wouldn't make sense because oh. of the third pace. The third place person wouldn't get. No, no, that was right. I think I got 17, 17, 18, something like that. That's crazy. So and you then, made you, you made almost all your money back. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, then the second place uh, they finished with the balance, and then the first place got like one hundred and fifty. Got gets yeah. the uh, the other the other half. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wild. It was great. Wow, I just got sweaty when you were talking. I I had never gambled with that kind of money. Well, it was uh, a good time. Yeah, <laughs> let's just leave it at that. Okay, so why don't we do this? We'll do a fifty-fifty draw. We got to get this together. Fifty-fifty draw. We'll take half the funds and donate it to uh, uh, I don't know something. Von uh, a Von Food Bank. We'll donate it to the Vaughn Food Bank. Now you have to get the background on the Vaughn Food Bank. Oh, by the way, the Vaughn Food Bank's great. My dad runs it, Pete Wixon, uh, and uh, he and an amazing group of volunteers uh, in York Region. Uh, they feed about a million meals a year. Wow. Uh, and um, you don't think York Region needs it, but they sure do. And they could use your help uh, at any time. They could use our help. We've got to get this together. Well, there you go. How I like gonna, it. How are we going to do this? I don't know. We'll have to talk about it off air. But okay. Let's figure out a way. All right. Uh, listen, before we go any further, the one thing that I do want to get to on today's show is this amazing story that comes out of Niagara. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, that I think we have to touch on. Could we get Ian, the uh, regional manager for ITEX in that area, to come on with us? Yes. Yeah, so a li- little bit of background. Uh, Ian Charnock is yep. our area director for the for ITEX um, for the Niagara to Hamilton region. Okay. And uh, Ian has... We have an office in St. Catharines on St. Paul Street, and we've started. Uh, we we, st- we opened the office there a, just over a year ago, mm-hmm. and we brought on well over a hundred businesses in that wow. market. Uh, yeah, Ian's done a fantastic job of uh, developing the market and uh, bringing in some great, great businesses into the program. And uh, one of the the great stories that has come out of uh, really out of Itex and and in such an unusual time is the creation of a brand new restaurant in Niagara Falls. Uh, called Pie Guys Pizzeria. And in an age and a time where restaurants and, and developers are strapped for cash and they're closing their restaurants and going out of business, which is terrible, um, here is a guy. So the owner's name is Chris, but we'll, we'll get to that. But But here's a guy who had a vision, meaning Ian. Ian had a vision and took the vision to Chris and to many other vendors and said, we're going to build a restaurant and we're going to build it all in ITEX dollars. We're going to get all kinds of vendors and we're going to build it and construct it from the ground up. And he's done it. Let's get Ian on the phone. Hey, Ian, thanks for joining us on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, thanks. This is a a cool story Mike just set up here about the launch of a business that is predicated almost solely on the fact that iTex was there to build it. And it was your your baby to start with. Tell us a little bit about what's going on down there. So... Obviously, I have a long history in barter in the Niagara region. I have a couple of clients uh, that I uh, became members to the ITEX network in, in Niagara. One was a breakfast place restaurant, and another another one was a very, very popular pizza place that has two locations in St. Catharines already called Pie Guys Pizzeria. Um, I knew them from years ago, and I knew that they were onto a good thing. I talked about them franchising a few years ago, and... Uh, just happened to be that I was in having breakfast one morning at one of the clients and uh, I said you know I'm talking about pie guys and he goes I've always wanted a, a pizzeria 
Um, I have a Nova, a Pizza Nova uh, confirmation letter saying that I can buy one of those at any time. So he was all set up for us. So I just said, well, I can start the conversation going. So I started the conversation going. Hi, guys. Had no idea about franchising. I've got familiarity with franchising. So I said, well, let's first of all see if we can sign up a lawyer to do the paperwork. So whether it be a license agreement, franchise agreement. So I signed up the lawyer to get the ball rolling, help them with the communication of the deposit um, for the license agreement. And then from there, I just uh, I offered to help my client uh, get the thing going. So I helped him find a location. And then it was uh, just a matter of how many clients I could line up to chip in to help us build it on trade. And that's kind of what, what happened. I just get, kept running with it from there. So I think I'm up to about 11 or 12 ITEX clients in Niagara that have contributed uh, on barter to help get this uh, takeout place up and running. So, so Ian, could you give us some examples? Of, you can share names if you want to, uh, your call, but give us some yeah, examples of, of, of types of uh, providers that have contributed and taken part. Yeah, so the first thing, obviously, was uh, Osborne Law uh, Law in St. Catharines. He did the license agreement. Um, I did the uh, the hood, which is the, the the major part of a restaurant is the hood and the make repair unit on the roof. We did just under 10,000 of that wow. through ITEX. Uh, the tiling is going to be in and around 4,000. Restaurant equipment so far is about 5,000. Uh, Enviro Niagara, which is my huge HVAC company, just ran the gas lines of the day, which is about another 4,000. The signage was about 2,000. The glass door was about 500. Um, and then uh, the security system uh, was through Smart Home Security, uh, was, was also through ITEX. So it's, it's piled up there. I think I'm at about, uh, with the printing and the banners, in and around... 11 or 12 ITEX clients have helped. Dude, wow. Just over, just over 20,000, I think, right now where we're at. That's an amazing uh, display of just what's there in the way of membership to support your business. And, and of course, then there's going to be a bunch of great pizza put into the system as well. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, so this is uh, this is wonderful. And what's a grand total on ITEX spent at the moment? Just as uh, it- I, I would say we just peaked over probably about 22,000. That's incredible. Imagine yeah. imagine being able to take $22,000 worth of your business needs in setting up a business and saying to somebody, oh, no, I'm going to pay you in pizza once I'm open. And somebody says, yeah, okay, we'll get you up and going. That's yeah. a, Good luck doing that in any business ever any other way. Yeah, absolutely. It's such, it's, a, it's such a great, powerful story and a, and a testament in, in a lot of ways. Just, of course... Ian and his abilities and, and the development of the market and which is fantastic, but but just the power of barter and the power of ITEX and having businesses utilize it as a payment system to complete these transactions. And that's the the really just the icing on the cake and the, the cherry on top, if you will. Yeah, and a lot of it is to do with uh, the clients and the relationships, especially right now, because I can't get out and see them. So most of the communication, all the communication I've done, give an example, so Peninsula Glass in Welland did, did the glass door emergency for me because it broke. And uh, he just said, Ian, no problem. I'll have my guy out there. He came out to measure the next day. He was there 10 minutes. He left. And uh, next minute, next week, he just showed up to do it. And he said, Ian, don't worry about it. We'll worry about the payment later in ITEX. So there's a lot of trust there. Yes. Um, and and when, you, you know, when you talk about other clients contributing, a lot of them want to get on board with it. Because this is, this is a milestone for Pie Guys. It's their first franchise. 
And trust me, there's going to be a lot more with the numbers that they do. Uh, I know for a fact, as long as you know, this location does what the other ones are doing. So there's going to be a lot more to come. There's already going to be a second location up in the falls as well. And uh, we'll duplicate it. Uh, Ian, Pie Guys is a, a Pizza Nova franchise uh, uh, spinoff? No. It's, uh, the fellow that bought into it had a letter confirmation from Pizza Nova saying he could at any time uh, upon their approval, open a pizza nova in Niagara. But instead, so he, he did he this. Did. Instead, I started the ball rolling. So well, let me go talk to Pie Guys, see if I can get them to kick started. And I just kind of got them going together, and I just got thrown into the mix of it. And then Chris, who owns one of his other restaurants, says, "Can you help me?" And with the COVID and everything that's going on, I, I've just been helping him. Just been getting closer to the client, working closely with my client, being on site making sure everything's done, running the transactions through. Obviously, Mike saw a bunch of transactions go through last week because we're getting close to opening. Uh, so then there's all the marketing that we haven't done yet. You know, I'll get a social media company on board to do it. I'll get uh, print mail through probably Mr. Money Saver. He's already offered to do all our advertising on trade. So there's a lot more to come. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of what I've been doing. So it's, it's just a great story. Well done, Ian. Uh, if people in that area want to reach out to you to find out more about what you can do for their business, where do you recommend they get in touch? Well, they can uh, email me at uh, on my email, I text email, which is ian.charnock, which is C-H-A-R-N-O-C-K, at itextcanada.net, or just call myself. I'm that type of guy. I'm old school, 905 984 1219. I think it's incredible what you've done there, Ian. This is uh, an amazing story. When are they uh, planning to open? We're looking about two weeks right now. Um, we just had to, we had an issue with the gas lines with this COVID. So we had to pull some teeth and uh, get the gas lines and the new gas meter hooked up because they were only working emergency services. I said, well, you know what? This is an emergency. So you can't tell me right now there's another business opening doing what we're doing right now. So, yes, it's an emergency. Anyway, they put that in yesterday, so that was kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I just love that narrative. All these, and without, again, now without, I know it's a terrible story, but with all these businesses closing due to COVID, here's one that's opening. No, it was a pivot on Ian's part, 100%. Yeah. Uh, you know, like when a guy comes to you and says, I'm going to open a pizza place when everything's better, and your iTax guy says, hold on, pivot and look look at this. Think th- think this way for a second. And within a matter of weeks, it's up and running. Uh, yeah. That's uh, here's, that's remarkable. Here's, here's the other part of the story that uh, we haven't brought up. During this, Chris, who also owns his breakfast place in St. Catharines, um, is renovating that at the same time. I've also probably done there in and around 15000 as well. So classic wow, upholstery awesome. did it. Classic upholstery did all his booths was just under five grand. The painting of yet to process is just under three thousand. Uh, all the signage is going to be done through Speed Pro Imaging in Niagara, which is all the tint windows. There's twenty three windows that's going to be tinted with all brand new signage and artwork. The awning's going to be done on trade. So I'll probably end up doing about another twenty thousand just on the X Mark. There's no way he would have done that if he had to put all that cash out to be able to do it. Well, Especially if it, right now, not knowing when he's going to open. You, you hear from restaurants all the time, we are two weeks away from going under because it is such a, a, a fast turnover, low margin endeavor that if that $15,000 or $20,000, whatever the case is in each of the scenarios, that could be the profit that keeps that business going and makes it survive and continue to be profitable. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, well, Ian, well done. Uh, very cool, man. 
It's a, it's a great, great story and, and really deserves more recognition and attention just because it's so well orchestrated and put together by you. And, and you know, it gives, it gives non-ITEX members and even, even existing ITEX members the exposure in understanding and knowing that this is occurring at a time when they're not necessarily thinking how you're thinking or how the, the, or how Chris is thinking in terms of having a vision and putting this restaurant on the map and opening its doors at such an unusual time uh, in terms yeah. of opening a business. It's fantastic. Incredible. Yeah, no, it's, uh, trust me, it's, uh, I'll take this story with me for the rest of my barter days per se. Right. So, uh, when you can say to somebody, this is what you've done and feel free to call my clients and ask them, uh, it's just a great, it's, it's a great story. I mean, that's, and, and I, I thank all my clients that have contributed to what's happened here and the trust they put in me. And obviously I've directed the traffic and um, let Chris just keep running his other restaurant, deal with those issues right now with no revenue coming in, a little bit of revenue because they're doing a little bit of takeout. So in a way it's kept me super busy. So, you know, I'm actually on my way there right now to actually clean up for him because he's at his other restaurant. So better do that than stay in the house. That's amazing. What a good guy. Well, listen, uh, Ian, <laughs> Thanks, <Mike>. uh, <laughs> there con- you go. continued success uh, in that area, and uh, we look forward to uh, having pizza at Pie Guys real soon. Thanks, man. Absolutely, and when we're all done, what I'll do is I'll take a couple of videos of everything and uh, with a bit of tutorial for it, and I'll send that your way as well. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, we'll post that's that. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Okay, oh, guys. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. We'll chat. No problem. Thanks for having me. Take care. That Bye-bye. is a feel-good story if I've ever heard one. Boy, I needed that in my day. It's such a great story. Yeah. It really, really is. And and just speaks to the power of ITEX. And, and, you know, if you're a business owner and you have uh, at a time, you're, you're at a time right now where you have uh, a current state, it's not going to be that way for, forever. You know, we will. No, these guys were smart. Right. But they will come out of it. We'll, we'll, you know, we can put things into action. These guys were smart. Ian was smart. You know why? They took this time and did something with it yeah. that was extremely difficult and it involved uh, the good nature and the spirit of others at the perfect time. Well, and, and didn't we, I mean, we just talked about that on the last show. We said, you know, the smart business owner is laying the foundation, right? They're putting things in motion now yep. so that when the country reopens, whether it's pre-June 1st or post uh, June 1st, Nah, uh, pre, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but when that happens, th- those are the people that are going to do, not only are they going to survive, but they're going to thrive. Yeah, absolutely. I would I would right? agree with you 100%. And, and so that's the, the kind of, uh, and if you're the type of business owner that wants to align yourselves and surround yourself with like-minded business owners, these are the kinds of people you want to align and, and see yourself with. Okay, we know how to get in touch with Ian. How do we get in touch with you? Yeah, again, anytime through social media, cell phone, 416-898-5604. Uh, unlimitedbarter.com is the website and uh, yeah reach out we'd be happy to talk to anybody who's looking at itex and looking at barter about how they could uh, not only help their business but uh, you know grow their business okay hold on we're going to give the number again mike give me that number one more time 416-898-5604 thanks buddy we'll catch you next time